Welcome to Faith That Works, Bible-based teachings from the heart of a pastor to equip God's people for every good work. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. That's Psalm 23, verse 3. And we're looking at the psalm with the first verse being so bold to say, the Lord is my shepherd. And we began this, this uh, time uh, asking the question, how can someone say that? And then the rest of the psalm describes, describes how. And I think more than anything else, uh, Psalm 23, verse 3 describes how a person could so boldly say, the Lord is my shepherd. And it comes down to your life. So this person's being led down paths of righteousness for the Lord's namesake. So the first question is, what is righteousness? What is right? And uh, what is right is everything God calls right. And what is wrong is everything God calls wrong. Um, right now there's a lot of debates and arguments about this, the, you know, what is a good person, what is a bad person, what is wrong, what is right. And God made this very simple for us, and yet it's hard. It's simple in that what's right is Jesus. And so you take your life and you compare yourself to Jesus, and you realize you don't compare all that well. Um, there's many more things that, that need to take place in your heart for you to, and me to, um, be righteous. Um, and yet God says in this psalm that he leads me in paths of righteousness, paths of Jesus Christ. And so number one, what we see is that it's not the people on the path, but it's the path that is righteous. Jesus says himself in John 14, 6, I am the way and the truth and the life. And so when someone's saved, when somebody's in the book of life, they're converted, our imperfect feet end up on the perfect path. And so here we are, and here so is this, this psalmist is walking down this path, the Jesus road, the road that Jesus perfectly forged, and yet you look at your own feet and think, Wow, I'm, I'm, I'm imperfect and I'm broken and, and I'm not great. I think that's important to see is that God doesn't call righteous people. God only calls unrighteous people to the righteous path. And so we tread down this path over time. And secondly, that we can see according to Scripture is that the path that we're, we're walking down instills righteousness in us. And so God doesn't find us as good people. God, over time, makes us conform to Jesus. The path itself is designed uh, to make the sheep of God look more like the shepherd. And so certainly you've noticed over time that the path God has for your life in obedience includes trials and uh, difficulties. It also includes how to handle success. And all the while, God is, is making that narrow path noticeable to you. Uh, convicting your conscience, um, making making your life uh, be quickened. And there may be times when you we should feel great and God's not letting you feel great. Or there are times that you should feel distressed and God's giving you insane amounts of peace. Um, that's because he is forming his church into the likeness of Christ, into the likeness of the path that we're on. And the last thing that we see in in this verse is that the path and those who walked on the path do it for God's namesake and for Jesus' namesake. 
God's telling a story where he gets to be the hero, not us. And only he can do that without being arrogant. But he instills his righteousness. He alone is righteous. We're not. So he takes what's his and puts it on us. Uh, he imputes um, the, the holiness of Jesus upon those who call on his name, just as much as he takes our sin and puts it on his son on, on the cross. And so the whole point of this path, the whole point of your Christian life, is that God could receive the reward of his suffering through Jesus and that he would be known. If you go all the way back to the earliest days of creation before the fall, God designed everything where Adam and Eve would procreate and populate the world. And originally we were going to, to accurately reflect God's character, his attributes all over the world, in every field and every forest. And so the path of redemption is allowing sinners that cannot accurately reflect God's image, though we are made in the image of God, we have sinned and we have, we have perverted and skewed uh, that, that, that ability. In fact, that we're made in the image of God makes our rebellion all the worse, that what we could have been, but now we're not. But Jesus Christ comes, and through this path alone, we begin to accurately once again reflect who God is in the world. And he alone is righteous, and he alone is ultimately good. And so one way to sum up the Christian life is to live our life in such a way that Jesus Christ is magnified. One way to look at uh, any moment or day that you're living is who am I exalting? Do I want people to know about me or do I want people to know about Christ? Do I want people to think great thoughts about Paul or great thoughts about Jesus? The path is designed to take away our pride, and to exalt our new boast, which is Jesus. But the last thing I wanted to say with Psalm 23, verse 3, is that we need to remember that the gate leads to the narrow path, not the other way around. Um, Jesus is the gate, and all who call upon his name and unite with Jesus end up through the, end onto the path, and over time, unite with him even more. Jesus doesn't put the gate at the end of the path, but at the beginning. So our faith and our hope and our striving and all that um, is not, your Christian life is not the determiner of your salvation. Rather, your salvation determines um, that you are, in fact, going to be conformed to Christ over time. And so if you have faith in Jesus and you come through the gate and you're ever aware of your failings and you're ever aware of how far it is you have to go, uh, the good news is, is that all who come through the gate, the first gate, and legitimately come through faith in Jesus will progress over time, and you are guaranteed to be carried the full distance to the pearly gates and through the gates. We are saved by grace, but that grace does not come alone. That grace encourages and creates inside of every sheep a likeness to the shepherd. And so in your own heart, may you hear the Holy Spirit say, He guides me in paths of righteousness. For his namesake. This has been Faith That Works Podcast. For more content like today's episode, click the subscribe button. Faith That Works Podcast can be found on various platforms, including YouTube, Facebook, Anchor, and Spotify. For more episodes and other resources to help you grow in your faith, find us at Faith That Works, M E D I dot wixsite.com 
slash my site.